G'day Trendsetters, welcome to episode 498 of the Trains Move podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, trainsmove.com. Oh, we're getting close to 500 episodes here, it's getting exciting. Do you, will you be the person who comes across as the 500th episode? Oh, all you got to do, trainsmove.com. Yeah, I remember, um, and I generally bring this same story up every every time we get to ever at or close to the new hundred mark for the episodes. But when I first started the podcast, I t- told told the missus, "I'm going to start up a podcast again because I've had f- a number of them in the past." And she she goes, oh, "Okay, yeah, yeah." And when I get to every, coming up to like episode one hundred, and I said. Um, can you believe I'm I'm at one hundred episodes already? And she goes, "Do you have a podcast?" Yeah, I go, "Yeah, yeah." Oh, okay. And because I think by memory, I was going to get get like a pro triathlete. I was going to ask Guy Crawford or someone like that to come onto the show for something special. Didn't happen because I just couldn't organise it in time. And then episode two hundred started t- ticking on, and I said to the wife, "Episode two hundred is coming on just around the corner." Like a couple of episodes she said do you have a podcast do you and I go yeah, yeah we had this conversation when I had you hit a uh, hundred she goes oh okay yeah 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 and um because at the time I think by memory the 200th one uh, Richie Port was um home and I was actually going to get him on the podcast to, to have a have a chat and um but again I couldn't organize it in time or it couldn't be bothered and from that point on I just never never had plans for each each hundred again but but at least on episode 300 i said to the wife 300 episodes she goes oh that's nice <laughs> so because I, I never talk about any of this at home we, we've um we because my wife's not interested in triathlons so my son is i i dribble to him a lot about triathlons and training and different systems and stuff but not um <laughs> not to my wife so i spare her and my daughter it's just music talk but anyway oh for the um couple of people that have asked inquired and anyone's remotely interested i mentioned a while ago my son um was trying out for div one basketball and he was tried out for that div one development team again because he was in that for two years in a row and he, he didn't get into that div one um or the development team but he did get into the div one club team so as of um i think it starts in a few months time or, or something like that he's um uh, under 16 i think he's he's 12 but i think he's he's moving up or so, something like that and he's playing premier league basketball so 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 he got in so i was really really impressed that he he handled being rejected from the development squad um really well he he didn't blame anyone or anything or he just took that on the chin went into the tryouts for his div one team but you know not thinking of anything just let 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 the skills and abilities take over and he did well so i i was coaching him as for triathlon for a while um but he's more or less semi self coach now he does a lot of does a fair bit of training um he's in a swim squad now at one stage i was writing just about all these swim sessions um that i was doing but now he's in a he joined a swim squad um but about a year earlier than he thought he was going to because he wants to do he wants to he still talks about it every day he wants to be a professional triathlete and um so he knows he's got got to swim a hell of a lot 
Um, but he, but generally before that, he was swimming um, once a week in a group, which he quit that just so for to join the swim squad. And um, he would swim with me once, generally once a week. And now he's in the swim squad. The, the swim squad, um, it almost folded. It's a, the head coach is, an, is a retired Olympic swim coach. And um, he retired and was calling it a day because he's, you know, 300 years old in the shade. And um, But the club was going to fold. And so he said, all right, I'll take it over. And so he's taken over the program and he's got a... Um, a heap of assistant coaches that help him, yeah, but he seems like a really cool guy. And they, they there's um, there's three levels: bronze, silver, gold. And um, the the bro- my son starts off in bronze, and um, he he's, he's they've got seven sessions he can pick from out of a week. And I think because of his basketball commitments and cycling and running and every other thing he does. Um, he's doing um, just swim t- two two swims with the cl- with the club with the squad, and, re- and then he's generally doing one with me. Um, and then next year I think he'll move up to um, uh, he'll move up to five days a week. I think that's what his plan was. But yeah, anyway, um, th- th- most of you don't give, give a crap about that, but but a couple do, which is cool. I like that. Uh, today's question comes bear with me today's question comes from andrew who writes uh, you mentioned recently that kona athletes train 20 plus hours a week and you spoke about 850 plus hours a year in volume i currently train around 15 hours a week swim bike run gym how would you recommend someone like myself increasing their the weekly volume to 20 plus hours a week safely good question so you can, um, you know, you can instantly jump straight to twenty hours, and um, you—it's not um, you. It goes back to that whole um, thought thought pattern of get the volume in through the volume, you get your recovery in through the recovery, you can add intensity. Um, but if you jump too quick too soon. Um, you're just going to be in a state of fatigue all the time and you're going to really struggle to get any form of intensity in and um doing 20 hours of let's say you increase your bike to 14 hours a week um just to do if you're doing all 14 hours and you're at 50 percent of your ftp um that that's you're just wasting your time um, that's not effective at all. It can be for certain times, um, for certain um, little blocks or whatever, um, if you want something in particular. But if you're doing week in, week out, and your, your FTP, you know, 50, 55% all the time, then you're not you're not going to be within kuwi distance of, of your Kona athlete. These guys... Um, you know what the ones that are training 20 hours a week most of their bike let, let's say they're doing anywhere between 10 to 14 hours of cycling a week a lot of that is quality bike riding they'll do one maybe one one um long ride outside even that might have some intervals in it but just about all the all the others uh, got some form of intensity for the most part there's definitely a lot more quality involved in it um so you've got to be ca- careful with that 
um, increasing run volume. You got to be careful with that for obvious reasons. If you're going to get an injury, that's generally where most of it's going to come from from the run. Um, so th- there's you, you know I. There's a lot of risks with with a quick jump. You're halfway there because you're 15 hours a week, so jumping up to 20 is not going to be as bad depending on what you're doing at the moment with those 15 hours. Now, if you're doing just a lot of um, aerobic miles and you're not really smashing much intensity, I'd, you know you might want to have a little chat to yourself and and see if jumping to 20 is a smart move. It might be worth having a play around at 15 and manipulating sessions there so you can get the most out of what you're currently doing before, before even considering to, to jump. But let's just say your training's going splendid and you're, you want to jump to 20. Um, and you want to do it quickly. You don't really want to, you know be knocking around spending the next six months at 17 hours and the next three after that at 18 and you you, you want to get stuck into it you, all the good stuff so the way i would do it at a glance without knowing anything else about you because that's the only information i have at a glance i would look at doing um something like this and, and it's still a long-term approach so you've got to deploy patience here so I'd go three weeks at 20 hours a week. We've, we've, I, w- I would um, be getting most of that volume done through the bike and on, in the swim. The run, I would probably keep the same sort of volume. Strength, if you do it lifting weights, um, you might have to play that by ear. You would either may have to decrease it slightly or get rid of it altogether. Dep- depends. Um, you might have to play that one on feel. Um, but let's just say you're um, you jump for three weeks in a row, 20 hours a week training volume. I'd be keeping it all aerobic. Well, your bike run, I'd be keeping aerobic. Then I'd decrease on week four. Excuse me. Week four, I decrease it down to about twelve hours a week, a full recovery week. Um, just let let all, what you've just done be you know absorbed. And then I'd go straight back up to twenty the the week after, and I'd probably keep it at twenty hours a week thereabouts for a twelve week solid. So you're just getting a good aerobic foundation. And in that, um, so in that, I'd be trying, you know getting most most of that extra volume is going to come through the bike and on the swim in particular the bike i'd be keeping the run especially for the first four weeks i'd be keeping the run roughly around the same sort of volume as what you're used to and then i in if you can judge it how how everything's going you might want to slowly increase it from that point or keep it the same you know did you have to play that one by year um but on the run on the bike i'm talking you know we're going to keep it all aerobic so you're going to be keeping your power to as close to um 65 percent of your ftp there that ballpark figure you know between 55 60 somewhere around there um but you can also do stuff with that so i'd be picking one day a week where it'd be more of a skill session so constantly changing cadence so be like an active cadence session so be something like one minute at 90 rpm to one minute at 70 rpm one minute at 100 rpm one minute at 70 rpm one minute at 110 rpm five minutes easy Uh, um 
say you're constantly playing that, and then I'd be really trying to dial while while you're at these lower lower in, intensity sessions. Um, I'd be looking at really dialing in that um, bike position, making sure you can. But that aero position is a default position. That it's just your feel more comfortable in there than than sitting up on the hoods, for instance. Um, so so you do so you're doing a, a solid 12 week training training of aerobic that way um, and then from there i would slowly um, increase your run intensity <laughs> um, with the bike you can probably be a little bit more aggressive with on on the bike but on the run you've got to be a little careful so you might want to pick one one run for instance that might be um, twenty. Um, you might start off with 15 times one minute at um, 10k run effort like so whatever your pace or effort you run a 10k run race in might just do 15 times one minute at that effort or pace and then one minute easy the next week i'd increase that to 17 times one minute the week after that i'd increase it to 20 times one minute um, and then the week after, I'd repeat the 20 times one minute. So you've got that four-week, another four-week training block where you're just getting your body used to some form of intensities. Now, during the, um, probably that last four weeks of your aerobic training, I'd probably look at adding strides into your run. Um, and you, you got to be careful with strides. You don't really want to be doing, you know, sprints. I, I cringe when I give, give an athlete, um, strides and they all oh, those sprints were were crazy they're good and I go oh no 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 not sprints and I have it clearly on the program yeah these are to be run at what your 5k pace would be um, or 5k effort so you you think about how fast you're going to run a 5k run race that's what you're str- somewhere around there was what you're aiming for with your stride so you just whether it's 20 seconds yeah two times 20 seconds or two times 100 meters or whatever you want you want to look at it at your strides at just to add add a little bit of something to it um and then on the bike you can add um i'd probably start off with some shorter vo2 work um lower start off at, at uh mate somewhere around 108 percent of your ftp and then you can slowly go from there and that, that's kind of how i would look at it you yeah, to do it yeah to do to do it properly and to the point where you can start training um like a typical kona qualifying athlete you you're really looking at a, a solid six months plus um to condition the body to get used to that volume that intensity um so yeah you'd be looking at somewhere around that six month period just and all you're doing is getting your body ready to train <laughs> that, that's all you're doing so if you're um so if you're averaging 15 hours training a week now and you want to bump it up to 20 hours plus a week um and you got to remember the the you know we we call it 20 hours a week but there's many weeks where they're well over 20 hours these typical kona qualifiers um you're um you you've got to condition that body and you've got to really focus on um the recovery get that recovery nailing that so you you're going into the next session 
able to hit the numbers set for it. So that's kind of where... And, you, and you've got to have systems in the place too. Um, when you when you when it's the Kona um, for your average athlete, you're aiming for Kona. Uh, I'm not talking about the the guys that are already there or the guys you know natural ability and uh, you know they they look at their bike and they've gained fitness. Um, we're talking about just your average per, average triathlete. Um, you you got to uh, look at all the details. You know the what is it the um, you know little little things like um, what what's what's the backup plans for something? So you got your a twenty mile run to do, and I said was said this to an athlete just the other day who asked me a very similar question. You got to you know you're in the meet you, you've got your head you, you have to believe you're able to do it for starters and then you've got to you know, let's say you wake up one morning you got to do a 20 mile run and it's pouring with rain it's strong it's windy it's freezing cold well what's your backup plan is is your plan just to go out into that and run the 20 miles anyway and if that's it good you know box yeah you've ticked that box but if you're not going out in that what's your next plan have you got a treadmill at home have you got access to a treadmill at a gym where um and are you able to go to that to do that um because not running isn't going to be an option not if you're an average age grouper who's trying to get to that front end of their age group to qualify for kona yeah that that run is an absolute must and and you're not missing it so you've got to have all these backup plans you've got to have these little systems um that you can just plug yourself straight into so it's it's all good crap it's funny um i i said said this to the athlete the same athlete i was just talking about uh, who asked me this question or a similar question um i a little while ago i wanted to register a website called um coronavirus and it's my opinion my thought pattern was i'll write a create a website for the athletes yeah general athlete not not your you know already elite but just your mid-pack athletes or a quarter pack athletes that dream of qualifying for kona and I, I thought it would be a website dedicated purely for them. A coronavirus. We've all got that virus. And um, and so I, I jumped on to GoDaddy and to see if I can register it. And it's taken. And I saw it. And so I jumped on. Um, I forget what the website I use. It, it tells me when it comes up, when it, when it expires and stuff. And so I, I earmarked it and I put it into my Google Calendar. And I've got about 20 different domain names that I have in my Google Calendar that when they come up, I just have a quick little look if they're expired. Well, then I'll, I'll pounce on it. Most never come up. For, but this one came up. I got a notification on my Google Calendar saying, "Check check coronavirus So I jumped on and and saw it came available. So I registered it. Uh, I haven't done anything with it yet, but I definitely plan to. It, um, I might start doing something in a few months with it. But yeah, I got coronavirus for the general athlete who who dreams of qualifying one day for Kona. So, and hopefully. Um, <coughs> Kona at the moment, you know, being postponed um, and relocated the World Cha- IMM World Championships for 2022. Hopefully, that's only going to be temporary, and by 2023 or soon, you know, 
soon we'll get back to Kona because that's that's what we all dream of. So, hope that helps, mate. If you guys have any other questions, train smooth is where you want to be. Until next episode, hoo-roo.